Hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Pastor Tim from Real Life, and I'm just praying that you are enjoying a great Christmas day with your family, friends, uh, but most of all, with the presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so today, if you weren't able to make it to church, I wanted to just do a real short little encouraging message for you. Uh, we are celebrating Christmas today as families. And there's three things that I wanted to highlight that we can celebrate together today. And the first one is family. You know, we were celebrating that Jesus has made a way for all of us to be in the family of God. And second is love. We're celebrating that God's love for us is unlimited and unconditional. And that he has shown his love to us through his son, Jesus. And thirdly, we're celebrating today salvation, that Jesus has given us the free gift of salvation. I mean, Christmas is such a, uh, an important part of our lives. It's, it's most people's favorite time of year. It is my favorite time of the year. Being together with family, just celebrating um, our Christian faith, the beginnings of uh, the revelation of God's love for us through Jesus. So it's just a, a, a wonderful day to be together celebrating these uh, amazing truths about our Savior, about our God, about our life. Uh, about our family. And so we asked people, um, what is your favorite Christmas song? So check this out. I love Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Little Drummer Boy. Oh Holy Night. Oh Holy Night. Jingle Bells. Oh Holy Night. Oh Holy Night. Little Town of Bethlehem. Joy to the world. Joy to the world. I like them all. Just to say Jingle Bells, I guess. This is where all good. Come all you faithful. Little Drummer Boy by Toby Mac. Oh, Holy Night. I like Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. Batman Smells. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Skating by Vince Garaldi, and it's from uh, Charlie Brown. From the grave. <laughs> You're asking too much. No. <laughs> I can't sing that. No, not gonna happen. No. No. <laughs> I don't wanna. No. Nope. No! <laughs> oh no. I no. 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 Come all ye faithful, I can't sing a lick. I'm a uh, yeah, I'm terrible at it. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, we're coming to ride a one-horse Jingle bells, jingle bells. We wish you a Merry Christmas! Oh, holy night! 
I don't know words to songs. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Um, I am clearly not in this, this stage for a reason, so well, I'll let you sing it. Oh, uh, I don't know the words. <laughs> Warm up the voice. Yeah, I, uh, I have laryngitis. Okay. Hey, those are a lot of awesome songs. Those are uh, uh, some uh, interesting singing too, huh? <laughs> but anyway, you know, Christmas is so filled with so many wonderful songs. I love uh, listening to Christmas music. As soon as Thanksgiving is over, I always tune my dial into Christmas music for the rest of the month, you know? And, uh, but anyway, today I want to read for you part of the Christmas story out of Luke chapter 2, uh, verses 8 to 14. Listen to these, uh, these words. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. Listen to this. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. I love that announcement. I bring you good news that will cause you great joy for all the people. And here's the good news. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And so it goes on and he goes on to say, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of angels. I don't know how many, you know, like maybe thousands of, of angels. It says a, suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying. So the angels are praising God. They're probably singing. Uh, and the, these are the words that they're saying. They say, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. May you experience that blessing today because Jesus has come. May you now have peace uh, and may you experience the favor of God upon you. God loves us. He is for us. And what we're celebrating today is that we can be in his family, that Jesus made a way for every one of us to be reconciled to God. Now, obviously, the angels are celebrating uh, Jesus coming because they know the will of heaven. They know what Jesus has come to do, and he's come to bring peace on the earth. And peace, a lot of peace is about reconciliation of relationships. So really what they're announcing is now uh, we... Men, women, young people, human beings can be reconciled in relationship to God because of what Jesus is going to do for each and every one of us. And that's the greatest peace that any one of us will ever experience. Peace isn't just the absence of problems or you know, some kind of goosebumpy, uh, tingly sensation or quietness uh, or calmness. Peace is being right with God. It's to have a relationship with Him. It's to be restored in our hearts and our spirits to Him. And God came to reconcile with us. And He came to take care of the gap that we had created by leaving Him and, and rebelling against Him and living life on our own terms. So we're celebrating today not only that we can be a part of God's family, but that God has given us a family. He's given us a natural family. Uh, we have problems in our families, sure, but families are really the, uh, the foundational uh, centerpiece 
of our life on the earth, aren't they? That's where all of our love, support, nurturing uh, tends to come from and should. And that's where we, we get that unconditional love or, or at least parts of that, you know, to experience in our family because we never give up on one another. A family is to never give up on one another, right? And God never gives up on us. Not only can we have and be a part of the family of God, but we have the natural family. But in addition to that, we have each other as a spiritual family. And today I celebrate that God has given us the gift of one another and that we are in this together. We're in this journey together. You may have a natural family, but you also have a spiritual family. And your spiritual family and your natural family both you know, are supposed to be blessings to us and we are supposed to be blessings to one another. So I pray that you're celebrating today that you belong to the family of God, that you are loving and being loved, that you are supporting and being supported, and that you are encouraging and being encouraged. And just like, just like our natural families, even our spiritual family, we're not perfect. We, we mess up, we make mistakes, but we're in this together. Let's never give up on each other. Let's continue to grow in our ability to love and support and, uh, and just encourage one another through this journey. I'm thankful for the real life family. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of our family. And uh, it's my desire to get better and better at helping our family grow in love and grow in support, grow in encouragement for one another. You know, also, um, we're celebrating uh, just not just Christmas, but the memories. And, you know, all of our families, we have these different traditions um, that make it so meaningful to us. One of the Hobson family's traditions is we like to watch a lot of Christmas movies. So we've been watching Christmas movies almost every night, you know, for a couple weeks leading up to today. And we have our favorite movie. So we asked, what is your favorite Christmas movie? So let's check this out. It's a Wonderful Life. We watch it every Christmas Eve. A Wonderful Life and a Christmas Story. Probably It's a Wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street, the original. I would say The Christmas Carol. Uh, last Christmas, right? Yes. Yeah. What's the one where the guy uh, doesn't have a bunch of money and then uh, they all donate money to him at the very end? That'd be a Wonderful Life. Definitely Elf, that's up there. I know him! I know him! And, um, Home Alone's a tradition, so that's a great one. Yes! Frosty! I would say Elf is one, and Fuller is Frosty Elf? It's a wonderful life. No, it's a wonderful life. Elf? It's probably a Christmas story. It's a wonderful life. 34. Elf. 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 Like Christmas. The Grinch who stole Christmas. Brilliant! The Christmas Chronicles. The Grinch. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. I'll say Elf. The Grinch. The original. Um, the Grinch. The Grinch. Home Alone too. Home Alone. All the Home Alones, actually. Home Alone. Hey, those are a lot of my favorite movies as well. Uh, and I think my all-time favorite is It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, I just, I just love that movie. So I think next year we might be doing that one for our Christmas at the movies. Well, what else do you love about Christmas? I mean, there's so many wonderful things. I love my mom's cookies. 
Uh, I love being together with everybody. I love watching my kids open the gifts that we get for them. Uh, and I used to love, you know, when I was a, a kid, getting gifts. Um, but also just being together and enjoying the day. But what does God love about Christmas? And I'll tell you this. What does God love the most? You and me. And today we're celebrating that God loves us without limits, unconditionally. This is really the entire motive of Christmas. Uh, the most famous scripture I believe in the Bible is John 3:16, which is quoting Jesus when he said, "For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, right? That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life." So we see that this Christmas, the climax of Christmas is the coming of Jesus, but really the point of Jesus coming was the demonstration of God's love for you and for me. God didn't just get offended by our sin or our rebellion or our you know, independence from him, walking away from him, leaving him, leaving the relationship. But he, he did not get offended and just stiff arm us and just say, well, forget it, then I'm done with them. No, no, no. God's love is unconditional and his love pursues us and chases us down. And so I always think of it this way. God came down. He didn't give up. He pursued us. He came to us, even in our own sin and our own rebellion. God shows us his love. He says, I'm not giving up on you. No matter what you've done, no matter what, what you haven't done, I love you and I'm going to show you the fullness of my love. And so the Bible puts it this way uh, in Romans 5.8. It says, God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, it's easier to love people when they come and they humble themselves and say, oh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. And they mean, oh, that's okay, I love you. It's all right. That's easier than when someone isn't doing that, isn't admitting their mistakes, isn't returning in humility. And it says, even while we were sinners, even while we were doing our own thing and careless about our relationship with God or, or just oblivious about it, God showed us his love. He came to us and died for us as we are sinning and sinners, not after we got our act together, not after we changed, not after we repented, but before. And so God came, Jesus came. This is the whole point of this. And we're celebrating that God is a God of love because his love came to this earth to save us, to redeem us, to rescue us. The Bible says in 1 John 3, 1, how great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. Lavish, what a great word. Lavish is like when you take syrup on pancakes and you just dump it on and it goes way over and just fills up the whole plate, you know? Lavish to me is like in the popcorn movie theater and they're putting popcorn in there and it gets to the top of the container and then they do one more scoop and just dump it on there and it's like, blah, 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 and just falls over the top, right? That's lavish. God has poured out his love on you lavishly. He has lavished his love upon us and he has called us his children in spite of our mistakes. If we would just come to him and receive his love, uh, we will have everything our soul ever has craved. Well, one last video I want to share with you and this is the best Christmas gift you've ever received. What is that? Think about some of the gifts that you've received in the past. And uh, let's just go down memory lane and celebrate with some others. What is your favorite Christmas gift? 
gift of family and friends. My most favorite Christmas gift is just being able to spend time with the kids and the grandkids. Jesus. Uh, tech. I love tech. A mini bike. When I was probably eight. My husband. I'm just thankful for everything. Family time? A phone. I'm getting one because I put it on my Christmas list. My grandson. Massage. Experience all. My kids. My first daughter was born three days after Christmas. Was a bracelet from my grandmother. The Holy Spirit. I don't remember the gifts, just the time and the people. I want to get a drum set so bad. Having family over. Wait. Jesus. A light up penguin statue from all of my boys. Tablet. Oregon Ducks here. My shoulder pads. Probably just the gift of my family watching them, my children grow up and open their gifts every year. Toy macaroni and cheese. We don't get each other presents, so all the little... Power like, tools. Power tools. But all the little things that the kids bring me in from school that are just super ridiculous. The handmade things that get thrown in the trash. No, they do not. Not the Christmas presents. Yeah, they don't get thrown in the trash. All right, boy, those are some great memories and some great gifts and a lot of fun. You know, what is the greatest Christmas gift ever that you have received? Well, uh, it, to me, it is Jesus. I mean, I, I remember getting a bike when I was young. That was amazing. I remember getting lots of cool gifts and presents. But for, for us now, as we kind of grow and we start to understand life, the greatest Christmas gift ever is the initial gift of Christmas, which was salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The Bible says this in Matthew 1:21. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said to him, She, or Mary, will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So today we're not just celebrating family. We're not just celebrating love. We're celebrating salvation. The angel said, you're going to have a baby, you're going to call his name Jesus or Yeshua. And his name means the Lord saves. That's what his name actually means. Jesus means the Lord saves. So Jesus came and we all know this. He came as a baby, but he grew up and he lived a sinless life. And he eventually went to the cross and bore our sin upon himself, our sicknesses, our rejection, our poverty, our attitude, all the punishment of our sin, all the, all the uh, effects of sin, sickness and brokenness and, and rejection and all of, the, all of that weight and heaviness and pain and death itself, he bore upon his body and paid that price and he died on that cross so that we could have a path of salvation back to him. And when God raised him from the dead, he validated his sacrifice. And that because everyone from that point on who puts their faith in Jesus, who gets the appropriation of what he did on our behalf. And there's an exchange that takes place when we trust in Jesus as the Messiah, as our Lord. The exchange is this. I give my sin, I get his righteousness. I give my death, I get his life. Jesus said that, right, in John 1, uh, 3, 16, uh, that we would not perish, but we would have eternal life. For everyone who believes in him would not perish, but have, have eternal life. This is what John 1, 12 says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right 
to become children of God. It's interesting in this verse, it says two different words, believe, but also receive. And just like Christmas, when a, a gift is given, it needs to be opened. It needs to be received. It needs to be opened and, and before it can be enjoyed. And salvation is a gift to us. We can't earn it. We can't buy it. Uh, you know, we can't order it, you know, online. Uh, we can't find it in the store, on the shelf. We can't uh, create it. We can't buy it. You know, there's nothing we can do to get it. It is a gift from God, and only God can give it. And it's the gift of salvation. And it's through Jesus, through faith in Jesus. And so to receive the gift of salvation, you and I, we have to receive it by faith, by placing our faith in Jesus. We have to say, yes, Jesus, I believe and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. All right. The Bible says that with our mouth, we confess that Jesus is Lord. And with our heart, we believe that God raised him from the dead and we shall be saved. The Bible says that everyone who calls on the name of Jesus, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So the gift is there, but it has to be received. And we receive it by faith in Jesus. You make a decision to stop living your life on your terms and surrender your life. Put your life into the hands of God. And you say this, Jesus, you're in control of my life now. You are my Lord. You're the owner of my life. You're the master of my life. I place my faith in you because I messed it up. Now I'm yours. I belong to you and I follow you. I'm all yours. That's what I mean by saying placing your faith in Jesus and receiving the gift of salvation. Today, most of us have already done that. If you haven't done that, today is the day of salvation. You're just that decision away, just that, that action of placing your faith in him away from having your spirit born again and having your name written in the Lamb's book of life. And to all who have ever already done that, we're celebrating our salvation today. This is why we worship God. This is why we praise Jesus, right? This is why um, this is such a special holiday for all of us, because this is when it all began. And the revelation of God's love has touched our hearts, and he's awakened in us a brand new life, eternal life. And today, if you are ready to make that decision, you haven't done that before, or if you just strayed away from God, this is a great day to rekindle that relationship with God, to recommit your life into His hands. Would you pray this prayer with me? If that's you, if you're giving your, your life to Jesus today, or you're just coming back to Him, let's pray this together. Say, Jesus, thank you that you have never given up on me. Thank you that you love me. And you have pursued me my entire life. Today, I just stop running my own life, controlling my own fate, and I trust in you. I place my faith in you, Jesus, as Lord and as my Savior. Thank you that you lived a sinless life and you gave it to rescue me out of death and sin, that I might have eternal life with you and through you. I'm all yours, God. Jesus, I'm all yours. Thank you for loving me, never giving up on me, and saving me today. In your name I pray, and in your name I trust. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, all the angels are celebrating uh, for all of those who've decided to place their faith in Jesus because you just came home. And I pray that you will have a great Merry Christmas today. 
that you'll experience the love of God, you'll experience the comfort of the family of God, and you'll experience that saving power that Jesus has given each and every one of us. May you grow in your understanding of God's love, and may his love, his joy, and peace just overflow to you today. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom, his peace in his name. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.